Hey, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about why people are less likely to verify their sources on social media and why it's a huge deal that researchers found a medium-sized black hole. We'll also debunk five myths about the coronavirus. Let's satisfy some curiosity. We all know we shouldn't get all of our news from Facebook or Twitter, but the reason doesn't just come down to the kind of news we see on those sites. It's also about the way we interact with it. New research from The Ohio State University suggests that when people get news from the same place they get their joke memes and TikToks, they pay less attention to where the content is coming from. And that makes them more likely to mistake satire, commentary, or fiction for real credible news. Researchers say it's a different story for people who view news divided into categories. When people see current affairs and international news set apart from cultural criticism, entertainment, and opinions, they can more easily evaluate sources and decide whether information is credible. It's almost like the newspapers of long ago were onto something. People like social media in part because it's so convenient. You can find entertainment and long-distance connections in the same place as breaking news. It's a one-stop shop. But that selling point is also its weakness. The researchers say it's this mixing of content that makes it hard to know what's just for fun and what's supposed to be informative. After all, these sites format every piece of content in the same way. There's no visual difference between an article from the New York Times, satire from The Onion, or an unchecked rant from a conspiracy blog. They all have the same font and layout and color scheme. When everything looks the same, it's hard to remember to check where information is actually coming from. And that could be one reason why misinformation spreads so quickly on social media. One fix might be for social media sites to divide content so viewers can distinguish the credible from the comical. But if the jumbling of content is what draws users to social media, that could be a tough sell. In the end, it's up to readers themselves to pay attention to the source of their information. If a headline catches your eye, don't let it go. Click the link, check out the site, and make sure what it says is reliable. It'll make you smarter, and we're all about making you smarter. It's easy to get excited when scientists say they've spotted the biggest explosion in the universe or the smallest dinosaur ever. Not so much when a discovery is just medium-sized. But get ready, because researchers just found a medium-sized black hole. And that is enormous news. Here's why it's so exciting. Over the last few decades, we've gotten pretty good at finding two kinds of black holes. The smallish ones that emerge after a massive star collapses, called stellar mass black holes, and the enormous ones that sit in the middle of their home galaxies, called supermassive black holes. We also know that black holes can get bigger by, say, consuming matter or merging with other black holes. So it's only natural to assume that there are black holes out there that are in between these sizes. Scientists call these intermediate mass black holes, and a team recently announced that they've finally identified one. Intermediate mass black holes are hard to find because they don't have an easily available source of energy, like the binary star some small black holes are paired with, or a galaxy full of stars that supermassive black holes can gobble up. As a result, intermediate mass black holes don't produce much radiation for astronomers to spot. To find one, scientists have to get lucky and catch it in the act of ripping a star apart. 
the x-rays from the star's remains would offer the telltale clue. Back in 2006, NASA and European Space Agency satellites spotted some promising x-ray flares, but researchers weren't sure what caused them or where they came from. They appeared to record a star being torn apart by a small object with strong gravity, but astronomers needed more evidence to figure out what exactly was going on. For that, researchers turned to the Hubble Space Telescope. They trained the instrument on the source of the radiation. To their surprise, it wasn't coming from the center of a galaxy. That meant it wasn't coming from a supermassive black hole. That left two likely possibilities. Either it was a neutron star in our galaxy, or an intermediate mass black hole much farther away. More Hubble data offered an exciting answer. The X-rays came from the outskirts of a dense star cluster on the outskirts of a galaxy beyond the Milky Way. This had intermediate mass black hole written all over it. Intermediate mass black holes are sometimes called the missing link in black hole evolution, and for good reason. Hopefully, this new discovery will help us better understand how supermassive black holes get to be so supermassive. You know how I talked about checking your sources on social media earlier? What well, feels like coronavirus myths are popping up everywhere these days. And let's be honest, social media is not helping. So right now, we're going to take a few minutes to debunk five of the most common misconceptions about the coronavirus. And in case you're new to Curiosity Daily, you should know that we include links to all of our sources in the show notes of every episode. So feel free to read them on whatever podcast app you're using right now or on CuriosityDaily.com. Speaking of the internet, that brings us to our first point. 5G mobile networks do not spread the coronavirus. That's not how viruses work. They don't travel on radio waves or communicate via mobile networks. If that's not evidence enough, think about this. Coronavirus is spreading widely even in countries that don't have 5G networks. That brings us to number two. The coronavirus was not designed in a lab. Scientists have sequenced its genes, and they look the way you'd expect a natural virus's genes to look, without any signs of artificially inserted gene sequences. Exactly where the natural virus came from is still up for debate, though. And unfortunately, we may never have the evidence to find out. Number three, you cannot kill coronavirus with hand dryers, mouthwash, or antibiotics. Hand dryers aren't hot enough to kill microbes, and antibiotics don't work on viruses like influenza, the common cold, or COVID-19. Drinking or gargling alcohol won't protect you either, whether it's in mouthwash or booze. Otherwise, don't you think a lot more bars would stay open? <laughs> Four, ordering food from a Chinese restaurant simply will not put you at a higher risk of infection. First of all, there's currently no evidence that the virus is transmitted through food, regardless of what country that food is associated with. The coronavirus is generally thought to be transmitted from person to person through respiratory droplets. That is, through your airways, not your stomach. Also, Chinese food is delicious. <laughs> it really is. And five, pneumonia vaccines do not protect you from the coronavirus. This virus is new and it needs its own vaccine. Researchers are working as hard and fast as they can to get a vaccine that works against the virus, but that'll take a while. Though that's not to say a pneumonia vaccine is useless. If you happen to come down with pneumonia, it can shorten that illness. There's a lot of uncertainty out there about such a new virus, but there are some things we do know for sure. What's true of the virus is true of misinformation. 
We all need to work together to stop the spread. And hey, if you were misinformed about any of these things, it's okay. It's hard to parse through what's true and what's not these days. We're not trying to be judgy. We're just trying to help you know what's right. I mean, I will say I have texted things that ended up being incorrect to my family. And I feel horrible about it. But the minute that I learn that it's wrong, I text them again and I'll be like, oh, OK, that thing that I told you two days ago, not actually right. Oh, it came from a preprint paper or something like that. There's a lot of uncertainty out there and it's hard to know what's true. Yeah, definitely. And that's why whenever we talk about the coronavirus, we always make sure that it's very well sourced and or we talk to experts. You can actually find special coverage on COVID-19 from Curiosity Daily on CuriosityDaily.com. Let's do a quick recap of all the things we learned today. Well, we learned that you're less likely to check your sources on social media. And that's because everything's all jumbled together and you can't really tell the difference between what's fun and what's factual. Though, to be fair, the entire planet has pretty much jumped the shark in the last couple of years. Things are happening that are just so completely absurd. There's actually a subreddit I really like called Not The Onion, and it's just headlines from news sources that you think are The Onion, which is, by the way, my favorite satire news site. I love The Onion, but they're not The Onion. And it's it's yeah, it's pretty great. Even more reason to check your sources because it's even harder to tell the difference these days. Yes. We also learned that scientists spotted an intermediate mass black hole, and that's a big deal because it could help us figure out where supermassive black holes come from. Am I the only person who thinks of the three bears when when I think of of the three sizes of black holes? Like, supermassive black holes are too big. Stellar mass black holes are too small. Intermediate mass black holes are just right. I mean, I wasn't thinking that, but now I'm sure many people are. (laughs) (laughs) And we learned that there are a lot of myths out there about the coronavirus. And for a quick rundown, 5G doesn't spread the coronavirus. The virus wasn't made in the lab. You can't kill coronavirus with hand dryers, mouthwash or antibiotics. Ordering food from a Chinese restaurant won't put you at higher risk of contracting the virus. And pneumonia vaccines won't protect you from the coronavirus because pneumonia vaccines are for pneumonia. Stay healthy. Today's stories were written by Kelsey Donk and Grant Curran and edited by Ashley Hammer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Today's episode was produced and edited by Cody Goff. Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. Stay curious.